and welcome to the Absolutely Pickle podcast. Do you want me to speak now? You did, you were yeah. doing so well. I know. I, I was, I I was just letting you, you have the floor. Welcome to the Absolutely Pickle podcast, where one of us knows exactly what's going on. And I don't, but I'm Penn. And I'm Lee, and we are delighted to bring you this wonderful podcast. I'm trying not to use the word absolutely because it's in our name, but you know, whatever. We're absolutely delighted to bring you this absolutely wonderful podcast called Absolutely Pickled. That's right. And for those that don't know, uh, because obviously people know you, Lee, they don't know me, but... Lee, everybody, is a professional pickle player, two-time MVP of MLP, and fan favourite. Also, I... also, dead body number three in a Law & Order episode. What? I may have made that up. Oh, yeah, you're making that up. Anyway, but I, on the other hand, garden variety rec player, but I, I do have a qualification. I am a certified coach, so I kind of know what I'm talking about. But really, what we're doing here is picking Lee's brains and I basically, you know, thought this podcast would be self-serving. So I just get to get all my pickleball questions answered. However, lovely to have you here. Lee's supporting an absolutely pickled shirt, as you can see. I've got mine on also. And uh, if you go to the pod, uh, podcast, if you go to the website, absolutepickle.com, you'll see a few sections that and a few things we talk about. One of which, and what I would like to dive into right away, mate, is where's Waldo, which is basically where the hell is Lee? So, Lee, mate, I know just recently you randomly went on a trip to China. Two <laughs> questions. How did that come crazy? Out? And how was it? And I've got more questions, but give us like, how did that come about? A random encounter. Like most of my my things that happen, um, it's just a random encounter. And I was asked if I would like to help uh, grow pickleball in China. They needed somebody with a personality, and uh, everybody else was taken. I was going to so, say, um, get the no kidding, kidding. Uh, they, they were scraping the bottom of the barrel with me. Not true. Um, Not true. And uh, yeah, and it was one of those things where it's like, should I? Should I? And um, I'm like, why not? Um, I honestly, um, you know, any chance, like, and I've said this a million times, I, I love pickleball. I love to grow pickleball. I, it's changed my life in so many ways. And it, um, I, I like to see it impact people in positive ways as well. So any chance that um, I have to, to have a front seat at the, at the growth of the sport, I'm going to jump at. And if I can help affect that, that's amazing. You know, here in the US, we're on the tidal wave of pickleball. Definitely, you know, it's, it's moved from its terrible twos to now it's, uh, you know, maybe starting to get its baby teeth and, and moving into the three, four year old stage of the game, you know, where it's still growing, but yep. it's not new. Um, and then being able to, you know, go to China and see the newness of it all was absolutely fascinating. Amazing. So are they, because it's so new, are they as mad about pickleball yet or getting there as we are in the US? I know it's, we're evolved, but how crazy, how popular is it? Yeah. So, 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 you know, I had no idea what to expect. And I, so I went with uh, Yui and Yuki. So Yuki, the uh, full send pickleball, right? There's a company, a Canadian, Chinese Canadian company out of Canada. Uh, also, you know, also a company in China. Fuxing pickleball, um, same thing, full send. Um, and 
uh, I had no idea what to expect. And Yuki for the last 18 months has been really promoting um, pickleball, you know, in China and, and, and really exposing China to pickleball over here in, in you know, in Canada and the U S and, um, so, but I had no idea what to expect. And we went there and we did some referee trainings. We did some, ran some tournaments, did some clinics. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it was cool to see them embrace the sport. And, and like they said, um, you know, they were full send. We're, we're, we're very fortunate to get the blessing of the CTA, which is the Chinese tennis association, which is essentially the Chinese government to okay. run pickleball in, in, in China, which is a huge deal because once you've got the backing of the government, then it's going to grow. Yeah. Um, but if you look at their two main sports, right, which are table tennis and badminton, those have grown to pretty much they're they're busting at the seams, right? Uh, and they're looking for a new sport, right? So they've they maxed did have, out. They've maxed out. Yeah, like like frisbee golf was a sport. Oh god, uh, not fris not frisbee golf. Ultimate frisbee. I've played ultimate frisbee. Yeah. So that was a sport that was gaining in popularity, you know, during COVID. Yeah. Sorry, po- right before COVID. And and now pickleball is this new sport that has come in and and seeing the badminton players and the table tennis players really embrace it and and they all they almost have a leg up on us. Yeah, I was going to say. If you think about it, translate right. Well, if you think about it, um, you know, most of us that are playing pickleball come from tennis or you know come from a one an, an, a, an one sport. And in in China, there you've got these three sport athletes. You've got your table tennis, badminton, and and uh, tennis athletes. You know, yeah. they're, they're three sports. And what is pickleball? The best of all three of those yes. three. So, well, so that anyway, that's what yeah. we think. They're, so, they're coming tennis in. players don't, but whatever, we, don't, we ignore yeah. that. But, but they're coming into this space with, with sort of a, a slight advantage. Yeah. Um, and it was fun to see them embrace the sport. It was fun to see them get it, especially the, you know, the ones that wanted to not treat it as the, their main sport. Like, uh, for example, when I first started playing, you know, I'm, I don't have to think, I don't have to hit a third shot drop, I can blast the ball, I'm a tennis player, right? Yeah. So, the, so the ones that came in with that attitude, you could see them hit their ceiling very quickly. But the yeah. ones that came in with the attitude of like, oh, what is this about? I need to figure this out. They were growing in leaps and bounds. And it was like my mix, I was partner in one of the tournaments in Shanghai, where I pretty much explained myself in interpretive dance, because um, I, I, I have very basic Mandarin. Um and um more, more than I as every yeah every match went on you could see him get it and he was asking questions and he was really embracing it and I was like wow this is yeah. pretty impressive oh, and um I was like just and, and the badminton players see the way they jump like yeah. just like straight up or backwards to get a ball I'm like what just happened okay question this is a random sidebar but because I I played a lot of any racket sport and I was a decent badminton player actually. But interestingly, I used to have a backhand grip when I played badminton, which because because you have to hit that ball behind you and and flick in, you know what I mean? And I found that while I would have a semi-western grip for tennis, in pickleball, I'm better. And remember everybody, garden variety rec player here, but doing my best. But I found it better to have more of a continental or a, you know, what we call a chopper grip because you have no time to change whatever. And I just wondered if the badminton players translate. Did you notice any of the badminton players being better than anybody else because of the grip that they they were used to that kind of grip? I don't know. I might be completely smoking. No, because there's a way that um, yes and no. I mean, but when you're rolling the ball a lot, right, you've got to you've got to be able to change your grips and and they were very curious as to oh how'd you do that because I do this and I'm like yeah it's the same flick but it's just flicking over the ball versus 
you know, to the side of it. And, yep. you know, they, they were just getting it. And it's like, you know, I think we're, we're in for a wake up call um, nice. once they, they embrace the sport to the, yes. to the level, right? Because um, if they're in, they're all in. And, yeah. and it's, I think it's going to happen at the right time, you know, with the explosion of pickleball, uh, pro pickleball, especially in the US and how there's more money coming into the sports, there's more exposures on TV. Yeah. Um, people have more access to to viewing it um so it should it's gonna it's gonna be a, an interesting uh next couple of years internationally yeah and it looks like you had such a good time and on that note there's pictures of you all about all over the place on the website and you didn't just stay in one place right you moved around a lot and so my next question to you really was going to be what was the most memorable or maybe jaw-dropping i mean i've never been to china and it was one of those, it's on the bucket list, but you know, what was the most, what was the most fun you had and what was the most jaw dropping place you visited that you went, oh, wow. Um, the, I mean, the most fun, it was everywhere was fun, right? The, it's, I mean, they treated us so well. We went to six cities, I think it was seven stops, but six cities. Cause we went to one, um, we went to uh, Chongqing at the beginning and the end of the trip. Okay. Um, but it was, it was a whirlwind trip. Yeah, you've gone for like three weeks, right? Two weeks, two weeks. Two, and it was two yeah, like two days, <laughs> two days in, in different spots and then moving okay. you know, late late flight out. It yeah. was always yeah. delayed that got us in late. Then we were being picked up at the airport and then taken to dinner at like one in the morning. I'm like, I I, I don't even know. I know you I'm, called me yeah. a couple of times and I'm like, Yeah, why and you're you go, I don't even know what time it is. Why nah. yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, it was so just seeing the you know the difference from city to city in in uh in Chinese landscape and architecture right it's um like it, it's slightly different here I feel like in the states every state used to be very different and then with big box stores and chains of things everything has become a little bit more vanilla right you never know that you're in a different state because the stores are the same and all this yeah right yeah. and that's just that's just the way the the world has gone but in China every city is very very different um so that was it, it was you know there, there were there were a couple of, of jaw-dropping moments obviously you know I was fortunate enough to go to the Great Wall which was it's impressive and they, they, they've got guards or police or very scary looking men that you don't want to make mad okay. um, but they're set they're given stations right and every there's there's stations up the wall the whole way along the wall but okay. like I walked I don't know how far up I walked though I, I was like some of those stairs sometimes it was actually harder coming down than going up just to the mm. steepness of it and the narrowness of the step and like I this is you know I hope no one has this on video if I fall um but you'd see people coming down in their buns yeah oh. right? they're just afraid of the drop like like you're looking and you're like oh this is really steep but I'm like just look that way and like walk down you know any handles um, and very yeah no handles yeah yeah but like it's super wide like you, mm. you're one handling it right but um right but the, the the stairs are some of them are are normal step height. Other ones are like high knee height. Oh. You know, but you've got these these stations, and let's say let's say you're the you're the security guard tasked with stations eight through ten. Yeah, but you got to walk all the way to eight, and then you're like walking back and forth from eight to ten all day long. Oh, they must be. But fit. you got to get your butt up there oh. first. You know, so I'm like, I'm never gonna race any one of those guys. They they all kick my butt in a race. They are time. fit as a fiddle. Yeah. So um, good future mixed doubles partners. Right. 
but um just fascinating and how i mean it took over two thousand years to build yeah yeah it's yeah. it's insane i'm like i i would love to have a seat at that table going you know what like we're going to build the wall way back when yeah like piece by piece how long and everyone's going to be like okay but how long is this going to take and then and then thinking about it from a work standpoint going i'm so results oriented and i want to see i, I make instant gratification i'm like I want to see my results right away. Yeah. Like I can just see you laying 10 bricks going, oh, nothing's happened. You in, know, in my lifetime, this won't be done. Yes. Like right. I don't, like that would, that would cripple me. All right. Love me some Chinese food, but I know it's American Chinese food. So I need to know most favorite meal and most um, unusual meal. I don't want to say bad meal because, you know, no, it's so it was I mean the people I was with, right? Yuki and Yui. I say Yuki was my translator and Yui was my bodyguard because he's six something. Okay. You know. Um, but he's all he was also my translator. Um every meal was fantastic. Yeah. Um and I conquered chopsticks. Well done. And you didn't have the, to have the, one the, of those little things, you know, that little No, no, no. I almost I, I did I almost took my hairband out and did one. <laughs> Because everything's on a lazy season as it goes around, people just oh. grab, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not eating this round. And then you know, <laughs> did I'm you like, lose weight? I wasn't really hungry. <laughs> you know, like place, I'd I'm like, like to have tried the food. I, I lost weight in China. I couldn't yeah. keep up with the with the thingy. But I tell you, I tell you what was super fascinating food wise. Okay, breakfast in China. Okay, why breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Okay. And so Chinese people cannot fathom how boring Western breakfasts are. We have quite a selection here. It is quite a selection. I mean, there's from noodles to pot stickers to fried oh, rice yeah. to everything. It's meal. It's a full meal. Like what you would have on a Friday night for Chinese. That's breakfast. You know, and it's, it's interesting that you eat all your proteins first and then you finish with carbs. Oh, and then, but there also desserts come out at some time. It's like nothing is, there's no, there's, there's no traditional order that we're used to. It's very yeah. different, right? But yeah. I mean, different places we went to, the food varied in spice. You know, Szechuan is probably, that was the Szechuan food that I have here in the States uh, is not spicy uh -huh. compared to that. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I can do I spice. Like, spicy. no, Lee, don't do spice. Don't do spice. I'm like, ah, it's fine. How spicy can it be? Yeah, um, it's spicy. Your eyelids are sweating. <clears throat> we always used to say in England, when you have a really good curry, your eyelids sweat. Yeah, no, everything your was sweating, and I was just okay. like, uh, I, yeah, and then breathing became laboured, and it was just all a bit. Um, <laughs> but no, um, you know, and 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 everything, right? You, it's like I, I'm very cognizant of the fact that I'm in in a country that I'm unfamiliar with, with traditions and and dishes that I am not familiar with, right? And I never want to offend, so I will always participate. Was there, I mean, I'm sure there might have been little ones, but was there an embarrassing moment, not because they weren't lovely, but because you just culturally didn't know any better? And did you put oh, your foot always. in it? What, always. What's the one that comes to mind if I say, when did you put your foot in it, mate? I was warned about the bathrooms and all this, and it's like, oh, great, no. and um, it's, it's different, right? It's... It's like going the French countryside, right? It's a hole in the floor. Yeah. Um, but Which, you got to take it. By the way, it's actually very hygienic. 
no, no, I'm not that it wasn't, I didn't feel unhygienic in any way, shape or form. Um, except my, what, what I felt was, um, I probably need to do more yoga and work on my flexibility because there's no, there's no like handicap rails to hold on to. And I'm like, this is going to go wrong. And sadly, when I, was, I know. <laughs> so I walk out there looking like I've just been dunked in a pool and he's looking at me, go, I'm like, just don't ask. He's like, no, no, I need to, what happened? And I'm like, I fell and he starts laughing. And I mean, of course it's like, I was in so much pain. I'm like, I could have just broken down and cried. And I'm like, but no, it was way funny because you look outside yourself. Like if I would have been like, like help, I fall and I can't get up. If I had one of those buttons, you know, I'm like, I pity the person coming in going, and you're what? supposed to be a pro athlete. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. <know>? What happened? <laughs> but those of you that do know me know that I, uh, or don't know me know that I have a very low tolerance for people and not many people impress me. Um, you know, or like by what they do, let me just put it that way. Like people impress me every day by who they are, right? And who the essence of who, the, who they truly are. Um, and it's an impress goes both ways. It can be positive or negative. Uh, but our guest next week, I was blown away. And, you know, we, we tried to stick to a format in our, in our podcast. And I think the format went out the window uh, for our next episode because holy moly did I learn so much and I was like I could have talked to him like I we I, for days yep yep and I, I so many questions so do not miss it's a do, do not, not miss, miss next week no do no. not miss it's a it's a doozy it will it will do this it's so good so that's why but, we saved it for episode two because we thought we wanted to introduce but we we you know we we met yeah. with him and, and we thought we'll have a chat and we're showing it to you next week or next next episode. I, I will say though, I, I do I do need to have this caveat in there that whatever they learn from our amazing, amazing guests next week, if any one of you listening is ever on the court against me, you are not to use any of this stuff that you learned in episode two against me on the court. I'm going um, to no, I'll, throw, I'll throw my paddle at you, mate. Yeah, you probably will. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> slippery even- grip. Even though I am using it, I'll still lose, but uh, I'm going to give it a go because it was some good stuff. Okay, so that's the good news for next week. Okay, I'm going to try and keep us back on track and follow the format to some extent. So the one other thing you will notice that we do every week uh, or every episode is uh, a Dear AP section. So as you know, in most magazines, there's a Dear Abby section. We decided, wouldn't it be fun if we had a Dear AP section where you and I can ask Lee all the questions, all your woes on a pickleball court, and she hopefully can help answer or just make fun of you, but hopefully answer and help you with your problems. And we will be showcasing a couple of questions each week. So on that note, diving right in, I've got two for you, mate. As it's our first episode, I thought, why not have two that are kind of related to the start of the game in pickleball? So when you're ready, the first one is from Joan who's in Provo, Utah, which, by the way, isn't Utah, like, blowing up in pickleball world? Oh, Utah's insane. There's, like, so many courts. Utah's crazy for pickleball. I love it. Yeah. So she has said, please ask Lee this simple question. When I win the toss, should I choose to serve or receive? Uh, What are the pros and cons of both? I just don't know what to do. And, you know... I'm going to add to that a little bit. And by the way, Joan in Utah. Thank you, Provo. Um, In our league, 
there's an end where we all basically serve from and or we're assigned home or away. So it's it's in our league. But if you're playing in a tournament, don't you you toss? You you do a toss, mm-hmm. don't you? And you choose. Well, yeah, it, yeah. So in um, that instance, what 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 do you do? The short answer is just close your eyes and pick one. Uh, the longer answer is, are you playing inside? Um, if you're playing Probably. inside, I would pick... Um, I tend to pick side because I want to end up on the side with the best visibility. Okay. Right. Sometimes you've got court and the court behind it and there's a lot going on back there. So I'll tend oh, to cool. look at that and end up facing the wall. Um, because most people, funnily enough, pick serve first. I, I, and then, so if the, if the court didn't bother me, I would pick receive first because you only get one serve. So I'm going to, um, all I've got to do is stop you from scoring and then our team gets two chances at serving. This one is again about the start of the game and it's from Renee in Redondo Beach. And she asks, uh, I'm about to play in my first pickleball tournament. And I noticed that the warm up was very different from tennis, having watched you and other pros play online, presumably. And uh, she said, what's the correct warm-up etiquette? How long? What's the format? Please help me so I don't look foolish. Thank you. Renee from Redondo Beach. All right. So Renee from Redondo Beach. Um, uh, yeah, well, that was one of the things that probably shocked me the most in Pickleball was a warm-up. Yeah, it's very different. Like you warm up with your partner, not your opponent. I know, crazy, but actually great. But actually, how do you find out how bad your opponent is that way? Exactly. But so what I do is we start dinking. Like you and I, I'll be in the kitchen or just outside the kitchen, um, dinking, dinking. I realize you're in the kitchen. I am not in the kitchen. Um, oh yeah, I'm in violation in the kitchen. By the way, Lee's a professional. I don't know which side you are. So uh, she. Is you won't often see her in the kitchen because she's, you know, she finds only when I Ernie and I am not trying not yes. to see those because well, uh, we, we need we, a couple of episodes where you're in the kitchen. Actually, the the online community tend to roast me and tell me my Ernie's are. I know, yeah, I've seen, I've heard about that. Um, but no, but what we do is we start dinking, right? And you're just basically dialing your eye in, and, and after dinking, one of you will start to move back, work okay. on your drops, okay. do some drives, do some drops, work on work your way back in, work on your transition go back to dinking, dinking. Then your partner goes back, does the same thing. Do the same. Then you do some fast hands with volleys, reflex oh, so volleys. come back, back together. Back. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then, then you go back, do some serves and returns, and Bob's your uncle. Do you do the serves and returns straight in skinny singles? No, 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 no. You just go, so you the cross. other people will go, okay. Yeah, and, and if they don't, you just, if they're, if they're here, you just get behind them and serve. Okay, okay. Nice. Uh, it's, it's like it's a two, two to three minute warm-up should be done and uh, just take care of it really quickly. Well, that is a wrap for episode one as far as questions for you. Uh, anything else we should tell them before we uh, say adios and, uh, you know? Uh, no, I just hope that, you know, thanks for listening and hopefully it wasn't too painful. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, we just want to be, uh, we want to be your everyday, like our goal is to, to feel like we're, your, we're in your living room just having a chat or a drink with you. Exactly. And I cannot emphasize enough that, that I have so many AP questions for Lee. And But if you have got a question, go to the website. There's a section called Drop Us a Line. Stick a, a question in there. I'll get it. I'll tee it up. 
I will make sure that you get an answer from Lee at some point in these episodes. And so we're so grateful for listening. Thank you very much. Real quick, before you oh, yeah. sign off, they can also send us a, a DM on Instagram. Oh yeah. They can message us. They can send they can send us a message on Instagram too, on our absolutely pickled official. Yep. Um, and just send in their question there. Or if they want to record a video and send a video themselves, that's great too. That's great. Yeah, too. we take it all. Like just please be clothed. Um, yes. No like, naked, no naked pictures. We don't want to get shot. Don't down slide, don't even slide into our DMs that way. Exactly. Um, but we might slide into yours that way, but don't slide into <laughs> ours. Uh, but no, yeah, just just reach out to us. Follow us on on Facebook, on on Instagram. Reach reach out to us online, and and we're just here. Listen, we're here for you. We're here for you. We're here it's for not you. me. It's for you. <laughs> She's such a giver. She's such a I giver. Oh. All right. Well, it's good night from me, and it's good night from you. All right then. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next time.